0: game day women's basketball fans not only is it game day but in case you haven't caught up i'm gonna let you know that twitter is a flutter with the wmba is so important look at this Aaliyah boston getting her homework done early tonight elena Deladon, Lindsay whalen and on and on and on the wmba is so important of course that tweet coming from Ari Chambers April 5th 2017. There is momentum that has built since then and will keep on climbing. I might have some insights on that. Auntie can't tell you all the things but there's something coming and it's coming soon. All of that and more on this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. you are locked on women's basketball your daily podcast on women's basketball part of the locked on podcast network your team every day All right, Erica Lindsay Ayala with you here again. Let me get that out of the way. Actually, let me bring it back for you real quick. Get this out of the way. The WNBA is so important. Something that my good friend, Ray Chambers tweeted, as we can see here. um, Actually, let me do this again. Tweeted, as we can see here, on April 5th, 2017. I am letting you know that there is something coming I can't give you all the details right now, but best believe that it's going to be exciting. We've got, again, the Sky Show, uh, Andy, my good man Andy, tweeting about it. It's a total movement. So if you haven't already, including over at Locked On WNBA, we put out a little something something today, and we want to know. Um, If you agree that the WNBA is so important, if you agree that the WNBA is so important, let us know. What is your first WNBA memory? Let us know in the comments. We already see Clement. We see Anthony has responded. Want to know from you. And as always, we thank you for listening to Locked on Women's Basketball and Making Locked on Women's Basketball, part of your first listen. It's a little bit later in the day today because I'm getting you ready. This is the pre-pre-game. And then I'm going to do a post-game and a halftime show. So we're going to have a post-game after Connecticut and Chicago. We're going to have a halftime show with the fantastic Jackie Powell, maybe a few other guests coming on a little bit later. So we're going to do all of that, all of the things. And the the next thing that I'm going to let you know is, you know, there's some wobble tea that we have to spill. But in the meantime, in between time, I really do want you to let me know, what is your first WNBA memory? Let me know in the comments to this tweet over at locked on WBB. But if we're meeting for the first time, my name, as soon as I can switch this, we have to do the switcheroo here. There we go. Uh, My name is Erica Lindsay Ayala. I am one of the hosts here of Locked on Women's Basketball. I'm also the host of the Locked on Kraken show. I got back not too long ago from the Seattle Kraken practice. I'm out here in Seattle as they get ready for their first home game. But enough of that. We're not talking preseason. We're talking postseason, baby, for the WNBA, 25 seasons of the WNBA. And if you've been living under a rock, we have Game 4 or Games 4. I think I agree with Rebecca Lobo on that. Games 4, it's the number one seed, Connecticut, oof, oof, oof on the ropes, and they're in Chicago, the Chicago Sky hosting game four of the first series. And then later on tonight in Phoenix, the Mercury, the big bad Phoenix Mercury are hosting the number two seed, the Las Vegas Aces, who they've been mopping up as of late. The, The Las Vegas Aces had the second defense only behind Connecticut, and they are getting mopped. Diana Taurasi, game two, 37 points. Let's go. What? Kelsey Plum had a big game one for the Las Vegas Aces, but they're going to need a little bit more of that and a lot more defense if they want to stave off elimination in hopes of taking the series back to Las Vegas to get to another WNBA final, but that's the same situation that we see the number one overall seed, the best defensive team in the regular season. They're in the same position as Las Vegas, the higher seed on the road, on the ropes. Are you kidding me? Now this series, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? We had a double OT. I We were just integrating on YouTube and I was like, you know what? the fans because i love you i'm gonna go live i'm gonna go live five minutes uh with five minutes left in the fourth quarter of game one i was on for almost an hour and a half and that wasn't even post game that was during the double overtime and all of the stoppages and everything that we had wild and crazy game Don't think either team has played to their potential yet, which means whoever taps into that tonight and plays the way they've been playing at their peak, because Chicago, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be honest, Chicago had some questionable games this uh, regular season. But so did Phoenix. But Phoenix always does that. So is Chicago the new Phoenix? Y'all who listen to the show, you know I talk about this all the time. I'm trying to understand what Phoenix does in the regular season that doesn't translate, but in a good way, to the postseason and why what they do in the postseason doesn't translate, but in a negative way, into the regular season. I don't understand. I don't know if I like it, but it makes it exciting. And that's how they're the number five seed, about to eliminate the number two seed to get to the playoffs, to the championship. Well, they're already in playoff, to the championship. So what does Connecticut need to do? Mm, defense. They need to really get serious about their defense. And it's not that they've been playing bad defense, but the defense was a part of their identity. It was a source of pride. For this Connecticut team, I think it was a way of making manifest the type of team game that they like to play and by a result of everyone all in all the chips in on defense that translates to a really nice selfless offensive game and that's the flow that Connecticut wants they have been choppy out of sorts in this Chicago series. Yes, pace has something to do with it, but not in the way that you think. Chicago likes to, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, so if you listen, you're just going to have to hear me say it again because I think it is an apropos point. Chicago likes pace, transitional pace. They like to grab rebounds, run up the floor, get easy buckets. Bada bing, bada boom. Connecticut likes to dominate defensively clean up the defensive boards rush into their offensive zone I'm talking like kind of hockey talk you don't really we don't really say ozone very much in basketball but I got hockey on the mind anyway they like to get get their stuff set offensively and then take their time working through and getting as many offensive looks as they want to get the right combination. But they're not able to do that. So they're so it, yes, it's related to Pace, but not in, I think, the way a lot of people talk about Pace. So I don't know. There's a lot going on in these series. We're going to get into that. And yes, we're going to talk a little bit, just a little bit, not a whole lot, but a little bit about some of the drama. That's been going on. But ultimately, overall, the WNBA is so important, and we're going to treat it as such right here on Locked on Women's Basketball. Coming up, we're going to talk about that campaign. With the WNBA, Ari Chambers and hashtag WNBA Twitter, we're going to talk about a little bit of tea. What's happening with Atlanta? Some of the players that are are not coming back, and because of the situation, all we're going to get into that. And then I'm going to get you ready for what we're going to do live on YouTube. On locked on women's basketball. So I'm, I'm gonna be with y'all. I'm gonna be watching the games tonight. I'm here in Seattle. I'm gonna kick you with some homies. It's my last night in Seattle before making it back to the East Coast. So I'm gonna kick you with some homies, watch the game. We're gonna eat some good food, we're gonna have some good drinks, and I'm gonna come right back here with y'all and we're gonna talk the W. But before we do that, let me tell you about Sweatblock. Now, I, see this time I usually I'm like where to go with I listen I always have what I need by my nightstand and I gotta tell you sweat block is legit sweat block is legit now I've been telling y'all since they became a sponsor that you know Auntie she sweats I sweat a lot like right now I've got the heat coming on I've got this uh you know kind of lined sweater because I was at an ice rink all day but when I come and talk WNBA with y'all I be getting. I mean, ooh, getting excited. I got my lights on and sometimes I sweat a little bit, I sweat a little bit. But with Sweat Block, doctor created, doctor recommended can last up to seven days with one application. I love it. It is what you want to wear. It keeps me confident. It keeps me dry. It keeps the funk away. I definitely love Sweat Block. So thank you so much, sweatblock, for hooking me up. You've seen them on the Rachel Ray show. They are currently ranked number one on uh, Amazon in the antiperspirant category, manufactured in the United States. And so, you know, gotta stay dry, gotta stay cool, calm, and collected while these WNBA games have us going out of our minds. Like, hello, did you see my live? Did you see me going crazy? So this is where Sweat Block comes in handy, and we want to give you twenty percent off. Your next order of sweat block. So, what you're going to do is head over to sweatblock.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and that's how you will get 20% off on your order of sweat block. I also like like the little wipes. You know, like in the summer, I was definitely using those. I told you about the little puppies that I got to take care of, my mom's little pups. And so, yo, they'd be having me running all over the place. So, I love the wipes. Definitely a fan of the deodorant. So again, head to sweatblock.com and you will get 20% off of your next order by using promo code LOCKEDON. You can also, of course, find Sweatblock, the number one selling uh, deodorant in the antiperspirant category on Amazon, and you can find it at CVS as well. So moving on from Sweatblock, now I want to tell you about Sleeper. So now, Back in 2018, fantasy sports experts at Sleeper, they kind of realized that fantasy basketball was broken. So what do they do? By 2020, they released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick, and it's only available on Sleeper. Now, here's how it works. In Game Pick, the owner picks a single game within the week, for each starter to count towards their team's total score. So if we were talking WNBA, on a Wednesday, you want CP3's numbers. You want her numbers to count because Chicago's about to dominate. Then maybe by Friday, you want John Quill Jones, and you want them numbers, MVP, to count. That's how it would work for fantasy basketball and sleeper. You can um, pick verse, uh, by player matchups. You can go home versus away. You can look at... Offensive, defensive rankings for the opponent any way you want. But whether uh, you prefer Redraft, Keeper, or Dynasty game picks has you covered. Sleeper has cracked the fantasy basketball code. And if you play fantasy football, and if you prefer building out a weekly strategy versus a daily uh, busy work, you're going to love Game Picks that is exclusively on... Sleeper. So what do you do? You download the Sleeper app and start a league with your friends today. Go ahead and do that today. And we promise you will not be disappointed. Remember, this is a one of a kind game pick on Sleeper only. And it is the most strategic, the most strategic fantasy basketball experience in the industry, period, point blank. So go download the Sleeper app and you can get started Now, but what we're not gonna do, what we're not gonna do is sleep on the 2021 WNBA playoffs. Are y'all kidding me? Are y'all kidding me? ESPN, ABC, they got it all. I'm, I'm ready to see the ratings. I'm ready to see the TV ratings because I just want to know. Like the ratings every year go up and up and up. And I think that has happened a lot in the last few years because we've seen the coverage. We've seen the exposure, the crossover into culture and sport business. We've seen that exponentially grow every year for the last few years. And I think that's why, oh, surprise, surprise, we're seeing the ratings grow. It's almost like if you put women's sports on TV, like Ari and Kelsey Trainer had tweeted that then turned into a shirt. I'm not going to get into that right now. Anyway, like Kelsey Trainer and Ari Chambers said, if you put women's sports on TV, yeah, we we've been here. We're trying to watch it. We're trying to get up in. we're trying to do it all. So I'm ready to see the ratings because the first three games of each series have been wild and crazy. As far as what I think is going to happen tonight, mm, mm, mm. I think it's possible that we get two different outcomes for this series. Uh, I am leaning towards a Connecticut Phoenix. That's the auntie vibe that I'm getting right now. So if Connecticut wins tonight, that means Connecticut versus Chicago goes to five games with the fifth game being in Connecticut. I think Phoenix has a chance to lock it up on their home court. I really do. I really, 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 really do. That's kind of how I feel. So, of course, this is the game that uh, the Lakers and the Suns, I guess, moved up some kind of preseason, whatever they had. Um, so this will be on the home court. No more Arizona State respectfully. We appreciate you, ASU. But also, WNBA players deserve to play WNBA post-game games at home, in their locker room, with their all the shebang and shaboodle. I can tell you, especially in these COVID times, it's hard to explain, but even for media, things change. Even the little minute details. Like today, we found out at 10.18 that practice was starting an hour later and that media availability or so we could check. I don't have my thing on it, but we could do our credentials. You know, we found out at eight uh, 10.15 is when we could get our credentials, even though we had already... My point is, see, there I go on my rants. My point is, things change a lot. Athletes are habits, are creatures of habit. Excuse me, athletes are creatures of habit, and that really is important for the playoffs. It's really important as the media gets uh, it's more. There's more people. Um, it's more baked in. And it's it's coming league wide now. So a lot of times the teams can kind of focus on things. But this is now you have to coordinate with the league because you have to do the media exposure, which is all important. I'm not saying that they're not important things. I'm just saying that there's a little bit of extra care that comes around this time of year. And so then to be displaced, you're not in. It's just it's a lot. It's a lot. So I'm glad that that happened. I mean, um, sure. Like, let's give the WNBA or, excuse me, yeah, sure. Let's give the NBA credit players all the credit, which is like a weird thing. Like, I'm glad that they're on board, but also, like, what? But, you know, I'm salty about a lot of things like that. Anyway, 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 the point is that we're going to get Phoenix with a real home court advantage. And the X factor, we know y'all are going to come through. So it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. All right. I don't want to belabor this very much. But in case y'all didn't know, we're going to talk about the Atlanta Dream real quick. We're just going to talk about it real quick. I'm not going to get into all the details because I'm going to be honest. I haven't been following all that closely. But I know someone who you can follow closely, and that's Christina Williams. Because if you're reading about what I'm about to talk about, it's probably because a lot of people got the details because of the platform that Christina Williams has. Long story short, a little while ago, stuff popped off. And some Atlanta Dream players were captured on film, fisticuffs, like, bow, 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 like, throwing them bows. Um, I'm not really completely sure, like, when all of that went down. But the reason the video resurfaced is because a player tweeted it out, which is like, ooh, because there's drama. Obviously, there's drama. Kennedy Carter, we ain't seen her in a minute. Suspended indefinitely. Haven't heard none about it. Nobody said nothing. We got, well, Atlanta's gone through two interim coaches. They don't have a GM. Like Renee Montgomery is cool AF, but like what? They have a high-level executive that came from football, I think it was. So there's a lot of good, but there's a lot of what going on as well. Renee Montgomery made a, a, a statement. Um, but I'm going to be honest. The statement, um, let me just read it. Let me just read it to y'all because, like, I don't know. I, like, love Renee, but, like, I think we need a little bit more. I think we need a little bit more here. So, um, okay. Here's the tweet from Renee Montgomery. Um, Listen, I've read the tweets and I appreciate y'all's concern for the dream players. As a franchise, we have to take the good with the bad. It's part of the game. I look forward to getting this much national and local coverage when good things happen. To which, like, I hear where you're coming from, Renee. But when people clap back with, but y'all just got all that really great coverage, around the Georgia elections, I kind of agreed with folks. I had to agree with people. So, like, I hear what you're saying because there is a narrative where people only cover women's sports, generally speaking. Hello, NWSL. We don't have a podcast for that yet. Yet, Locked On Network. I'm just saying. Um, There's a narrative around that. So I understand what you're saying. Do I think it applies to this? No. No, I don't because there have been people trying to find out what was happening with Atlanta, with Kennedy. Um, we've I think at, with the collective we as media members have been patient as we've been going through different coaching changes without a general manager. And there's a lot of new, new ownership. So you kind of are like, all right, let's see how this settles in. But then things like this happen, and, yeah, it's going to get coverage. Now, I'm not saying everyone that showed up has been here from A1, has been an A1 day one, but some of us have been. So, like, let's not blanket statement those things, you know what I'm saying? Because then when we do say, like, where y'all been, then it gets confusing. So that's what I wanted to say about that. Let me also, though, take you to the actual statement because this has had – serious implications now so this video that was released you can see a bunch of i'm not gonna i'm not gonna show that video y'all can find it but the video um showed players throwing throwing you you know throwing uh all kinds of i don't know some of them punches inland like we being honest not all of them really landed it was kind of looking a little i don't know it was anyway I'm not see like I'm well, I'm not trying to be messy. I'm not trying to be messy anyway. um you know the video the video is out but um hold on why can't I find what I need right now um, Atlanta dream let's go uh, da, 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 da. see y'all gotta bear with me now. I cannot find what I'm looking for. Kelsey, where is your email? Um, I don't know why I don't see it in my email right now. Um, and of course, I can't find it online either. But um, needless to say, the Atlanta Dream have made it clear that two of their players, because of the video, will not be in any way, shape, or form associated with the league anymore. I'm trying to find the statement. And I can't find it right now. See, I should have had it preloaded. So then we wouldn't have to worry about this. But, you know. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I found it. Thank you very much, Howard Megdahl. Of course, one of the hosts here of Locked on Women's Basketball. The Atlanta Dream have informed both Crystal Bradford and Courtney Williams that they will not be re-signed under any circumstances. Multiple sources familiar with the team's thinking tell the next hoops. And after that... What we also saw is Christina Williams used her platform both on um, Clubhouse and Spotify Greenroom, but as well as IG Live, Christina was able to um, get the agent um, of Courtney Williams in particular on her platform. Um, So that's Marcus Crenshaw. He's Uh, the agent of Courtney Williams and both Courtney Williams and Crystal Bradford. Um, I know he's been on those spaces with, let me just show y'all here, been on those spaces with... um, Christina before. So if y'all want to hear from the quote-unquote horse's mouth about the whole situation, highly recommend you check out Girls Talk Sports TV over on IG. Of course, make sure you hold it down for Christina Williams, who's been doing the reporting. Um, I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen the entire thing. I know there's a lot involved. And um, I'm going to leave it at that. We'll get back to that when we have a little bit more information. But la- right now, let me tell you about betonline.ag. We're back and better than ever in all irons. All eyes are on the grit iron as it's uh, another football season. BetOnline is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season and continues to be number one for all things football. So when you sign up today, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus when you use promo code Locked On. That's a 50%, 5-0% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So not just football, but basketball, hockey, the other sport that I cover, and even your favorite Vegas casino games, you can find over at betonline.ag. So don't wait to take advantage of all of the offers available in 2021. Remember, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, Bet online where the game starts. All right, I added a pause for dramatic effect. As I alluded to, listen, with the Atlanta situation, there's just a lot of there's a lot of messiness. There's a lot of messiness. I'm not fully integrated into it all. I need to catch up on what Christina has been saying. I need to catch up on what Howard has been saying. I need to catch up on what some of the players are saying. I think it's fair to say even outside of Courtney and Crystal, and we'll see how that transpires, there has been a discontent with what's what's happening in Atlanta. And so, yes, they did impact the election and brought a lot of attention to it. And we are always grateful and thankful. And that's why they got all of the coverage that they did for that, Renee Montgomery. But that doesn't take you off the hook for other questions, comments, concerns, and issues. With that said, we are going to wrap up this show getting ready. It's almost time. So it's about four o'clock, five, six, seven. Okay. So we're about an hour away from tip off of Connecticut Sun at Chicago Sky. If you haven't heard Justine Brown's amazing podcast, had my homie Jasmine Baker on, and they're talking about. They're talking about, and I know a lot of y'all are, if CP3, Candace Parker, ace, if she wins a championship, is she done riding out into the sunset? Mmm, interesting, interesting. I think the writing's on the wall, the move to Chicago, but also the increased opportunities and increased role at Turner. The writing's on the wall, that there are, not as many days ahead of Candace Parker as there are behind her as far as her involvement as an active player in the WNBA. I am very curious to see if, when, and how Candace Parker returns to the WNBA. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, after her official retirement. Do I think that it's a given for this year regardless of what happens? No. Do I think it's a given that Chicago is going to advance to the final or even win the championship? No. So I'm not ready to talk about it. I understand why y'all are talking about it, but I'm not ready to talk about it just yet. I'm not saying Chicago is not going to win tonight. I'm not saying they're not going to win if there's a game five. I'm just saying I want to see what I see before I get into all these hypotheticals. You feel me? We'll get into that, but a reminder, if you are not following WNBA Twitter, hashtag WNBA Twitter, highly recommend that you do that today. Again, I can't get into all of it, I can't get into all of it, but there's something exciting coming, and I want to remind y'all, for those who maybe didn't see this, but the fantastic Ari Chambers actually... um, put this out, let me see if I still have it, you know, because I'd be just like, here it goes, here it goes. All right, I want y'all to watch this real quick. All right, here we go. What's that we, are doing, What's that, uh, we are doing- Oh, uh, it not working? We are doing a dinner with my, my girls. girls, my girls, and I love oh y'all. Oh, song. I don't know if that worked, uh, cause it didn't show up on my little screen here, uh, but essentially, Ari, Justine, uh, Jasmine Baker, who else was with us? Uh, Tarika Foster, Brasby, Cheryl Swoops, Matt Ellen Tuck, uh, Meredith Minkow, Pepper Persley, and Chris Persley, the Persleys, if you will, and Cheryl Swoops and I were all at this thing. And we're gonna, it was a few months ago, and the thing is gonna be, like, a, a thing in the in the, in the thing. And that's what I can tell you. So, I don't think that worked, but just because um, this is probably the only time that I can unabashedly brag about this, uh, while also doing a little promo, let's see if this one works. But Cheryl Swoops, is a black Rosie fan. Yes. Yes, she is. Oh, that didn't work either, but go get your black Rosie merch. And eventually one day I'll figure out how to use restream. But on that note, we are going to end this episode of locked on women's basketball, but we have more locked on women's basketball content coming up tonight I'm going to get you a post game after Connecticut at Chicago. We're going to get a halftime huddle. Hashtag halftime huddle with Jackie Powell coming up. And we're going to stream both of those things live tonight on YouTube. For now, this is Erica Lindsay Ayala, your host, one of your hosts of Locked On Women's Basketball, wanting to thank you yet again for making... Locked on Women's Basketball, your first listen every day. Now we want you to make Locked on Fantasy Basketball your second listen. Josh Lloyd hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet, on the planet. And it's free and available for you on all platforms. So listen to us first, then head over to Locked on Fantasy Basketball. As always, Erica Lindsay Ayala, AKA Auntie. So thankful for y'all listening in. I will be locked on the games. I hope y'all are locked on the games. Remember, the WNBA is so important. And yes, while my homie Ari Chambers elevated that, we've been known that. We've known it since before April 5th, 2017. We've known it since 1997. Okay. 25 seasons in, let's go, let's go, let's go. Erica Lindsay Ayala, your host of Locked On Women's Basketball, signing out.